Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us here on the Recruitment Roundup podcast, which is brought to you by BMS Performance. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, BMS Performance is a specialist sales and marketing recruitment consultancy. For the last 30 years, we've been helping businesses across the UK recruit for vacancies at every level. I'm your host, Mike Leather, and every week I'll be joined by a new guest where we'll get stuck into the latest trends in regards to recruitment. We'll talk about insights, we share ideas, we share experiences, and ultimately we look to provide value to fundamentally help you, you whether or not you're a hiring manager, a business leader, or part of an internal talent team to recruit smarter, faster, and more effectively. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Recruitment Roundup podcast brought to you by BMS Performance. Today I am joined by Sam Muzi-Yurira, who was actually a guest on the first season of the podcast and he's welcoming us with his presence once again. Nice to have you on, Sam. Cheers, Mike. Thank you for having me again. Uh, A pleasure to join you. Season one podcast was um, one of our most popular, so I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes down today. So without further ado, let's get stuck into it. So the subject today is tips to develop a gold standard recruitment partnership. If you are a recruitment leader, a sales director, or anyone else involved in working with recruitment consultancies, and you are becoming a little bit frustrated about the success of the recruitment partnership, or you're just wondering about how you can... um, you can improve that recruitment partnership, then hopefully you get a lot of value from this podcast. The aim of it is to give you a perspective um, from inside a recruiter. So me and Sam today will be talking about our tips to develop a gold standard recruitment partnership. So a lot of what you'll hear will be um, information from our perspective. So I hope everyone finds a lot of value in it. So we'll get right into it. So Sam, what would your number one tip or your first tip even be in how to yeah. develop a gold standard recruitment partnership? Yeah, Mike, it's, it's, it's such a great question. And I think in my job, and I think about the things that would obviously make the relationship easier, but also aspire for that, you know, gold recruitment partnership that we're aiming for. I think there's no better place to start than communication, really. Yeah. I think that is the absolute foundation and cornerstone of any successful relationship, uh, especially, especially in recruitment. Yeah. Why is communication so important, do you think? I think you're right uh, to pick on that as a first one, by the way. Yeah. I, I, I would agree. Yeah, I think it just boils down to the, the start of the process in terms of when we speak to speak to a lot of clients within the industry and just looking to really understand what is the most important thing to them, you know, obviously as an organization, um, the communication needs to be um, something that we understand, you know, when we represent them. So being able to have that communication in terms of being available, um, over mm-hmm. the email, be it over the phone, um, and just, yeah, the, the process starts right from the top in terms of, you know, that initial job description, being briefed on that job description, understanding what the role looks like, understanding what those requirements look like, and ensuring that communication is something which is consistent right the way from the top top down um, is, yeah, just something that I think is, is so, so pivotal um, as part of, you know, recruiting and aiming for that gold standard recruitment partnership. Okay, so we started talking about um, the briefing. Yeah. Um, what what specifically do you mean on that subject then in terms of the communication? What does good communication look like in terms of briefing yeah. your recruitment partner? 
Yeah, I think good communication in terms of briefing your recruitment partners, firstly, uh, comes down to, you know, being available to to have that brief, right, in terms of, yeah. you know, we've, we've got the vacancy, um, let's arrange some time, you know, let's go through the understanding of what the role looks like, you know, what's, what is the candidate? What is the profile? What is the job? What is it doing? And yeah, just being available for that initial conversation. You know, I think that that's so, so pivotal, even though it, it sounds so obvious when you speak about it now. It does sound obvious. How many clients um, will send us a brief on an email? Yeah. Say, this is what we're looking for. Yeah. Here's a job description. This is yeah. a salary. Please get in touch with some CVs. 100%, right? And you, you, you've hit the nail, um, nail on the head. It's you know, it, it is frustrating when you get instances like that when you've, you know, received the job description on email, which is obviously, it's great to work on a vacancy, but mm. without that communication, being able to, you know, successfully ask the questions that you need from, you know, from our perspective to get that real buy-in, to understand exactly what those requirements look like. Um, yeah, um, without that, you know, you, you're probably setting yourself a bit short and without that communication right at the top end, um, you know, it, it, it elongates that time to, to, to hire, which, which isn't what we're looking to do. So what, what's the best way to brief your recruitment partner, would you say, if you have a vacancy? Well, ideal, look, ideally face-to-face, that's like yeah, the dream yeah. scenario. Um, but yeah, I think when you, do have a, when you do have a vacancy, the best way to, you know, to, to brief your recruitment partner is to firstly arrange time, you know, over a Teams, you know, book the time in the diary. Um, and yeah, um, hopefully that, that brief is with the hiring manager um, who probably um, has the most invested interest regarding who they are looking to bring into their team. Um, and yeah, um, sticking to that time um, and yeah, allowing the recruitment partner to ask as many questions and equally for you to ask as many questions in turn um, as, as part of the process. Yeah, I mean, there's so much we could we could go into there. Well, we'll touch on yeah. access to hiring managers in a second, but I think within yeah. that within that briefing, I know from you know, being in, in yeah. recruitment for 10 years, yeah. what we like is to have a job description yeah. to understand who you've seen previously, yeah. why weren't they a good fit, why the people were a good fit, which companies you might hire from, which companies you wouldn't hire from. Access to hiring managers is absolutely um, crucial from, from my perspective. I think if you've got um, internal recruitment teams and they hire across a multitude of disciplines, some industry sectors are more lift and drop, so someone must have done X qualification to be a fit for a certain job. But in sales recruitment, where it's so much about the soft skills, how someone comes across and getting that character fit right, um, not just to ensure the person's got the right attributes to be successful in that sales role, but also so that the, the company hiring knows going to fit into the market that they're selling into. Um, meeting that hiring manager to get a feel for their personality is absolutely crucial, isn't it? Makes such a such a massive difference, Mike. When you speak about soft skills, you know, when you we are looking for those soft skills, who better than the person who's, you know, hiring for the team to really look to understand what soft skills they look for. But apart from the soft skills, just the the actual you know, personal skills that we would get in terms of assessing, knowing what that hiring manager likes, you know, knowing what they are like as a person, you know, when we would represent them speaking to the candidates, it makes all the difference for us. Um, I think about when I, you know, joined the joined BMS, when I was speaking to, you know, Rob regarding the process in terms of who yeah. you are, Mike, and, you know, the things that, you know, I think it makes a massive difference as, as a candidate, you know, to get that, that buy-in as to yeah, who yeah. the manager would be. Yeah, it reduces times higher, doesn't it? Because yeah. at the end of the day, um, if you can get a feel for someone's personality, then you yeah. know whether or not to match this candidate to them or yeah. that candidate. 
just because someone looks good on paper, it doesn't mean they're yeah. going to be the right fit. So the access yeah. to the hiring manager is something that is really important, I yeah. think, in developing a gold standard recruitment partnership because yeah. it allows a recruitment partner to really understand your business in more detail, understand yeah. what works, what doesn't. What about the interview process and the feedback on interviews? Yeah. Talk about communication around that and yeah why good communication within that can help really develop a recruitment partnership. 100% and communication is, is so, so key in terms of that feedback process. And when we speak about feedback, and that is not just feedback from the initial brief that you would have taken and understood what the role looks like, but also feedback at that initial interview stage, feedback at the first interview, being able to provide accurate feedback, um, constructive feedback, good yeah. or bad and in a quick amount of time that says so much about a company when they're yeah. able to you know say that and I think about if I'm a candidate the amount of time that they would have invested in terms of doing that research and you know there's nothing worse than as a recruiter you know waiting for feedback if it's you know taking days on end you know for that to come back so feedback at every stage consistently at first stage second stage um, yeah in a quick amount of time constructive feedback is is so so key yeah absolutely i think alongside communication comes commitment yeah big big thing i know for for, for bms and i would imagine 99 percent of all other recruiters out there regardless of what types of jobs they recruit for whether it's construct whether it's perm wants to work with committed clients especially if you're working on a contingent basis Correct. um where naturally your recruitment partners taking on the majority of the risk so feedback quickly after yeah. interviews yeah. signals commitment, commitment specs for the process yeah. all of those good things um so underline this point before moving on point two yeah. as well i think it, your recruitment partner and we do generally want to help a client uh, we want to help the clients or clients to recruit for vacancies that are fillable in the market so often um it's great for us to answer questions from clients about how um marketable their role is if the proposition that they're taking to market is enough to recruit the type of individual that they want yeah. you know are their expectations are, are my expectations realistic that again will save time won't it 100% 100% it's all about that being aligned at the front end and you've, you've obviously spoken about you know, um, being realistic in terms of A, you know, is what we are looking to recruit available in this market? And also, you know, are we at where we need to be to be able to recruit that? And that open and honest, transparent communication just has to be prevalent throughout the process. So, no, it's, it's, it's a great yeah, point. Yeah, because you need that feedback yeah. from, your, from yeah. your recruitment partner. Because your yeah. recruitment partner saying, yeah, we can fill this vacancy, but four yeah. weeks goes by, I've not received a single CV, then yeah. your impression as hiring manager client etc is gonna be slightly negative potentially you know they said they could fill this vacancy and they can't but we want this transparency on both sides so if we can inform you of how realistic your vacancy is and yeah. or how realistic it is for you to recruit what you need to the market for your vacancy but at the same time how willing are you then to trust that feedback that you're getting from your recruitment partner yeah. and then employ it internally to mold the role to be yeah. more fillable if required um but yeah okay cool so what's point two sam yeah point two is 
obviously looking to understand, in my opinion, just how the recruitment partner works behind the scenes. Um, yeah. I think, you know, there's, there's so many um, relationships that I can think of where, you know, do you understand what is involved in terms of what the recruitment partner does to be able to, you know, put put candidates in front of you? And what does that recruitment process really involve after you've had the brief for the role? Yeah, this yeah. is a key point. This is, yeah. I said it on a podcast last, last season um, in season one, but the amount of times that I've ever been asked yeah. by a client, what do we need to do to make the most out of this recruitment partnership? Or how do we get the most out of BMS? Yeah. I can count on one hand in 10 years. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's important to understand what their recruit, what their process is to work yeah. on a vacancy. Yeah. How do they assess candidates? Yeah. Um, this one might make people wince, but it's the reality. How do they prioritise the vacancies? Because yeah. every recruiter prioritises the vacancies based on a multitude of variables. But if you understand yeah. that, then you can be in a position to get more out of your recruitment partner. You know, what are their attraction yeah. strategies? How much do you know about how they attract their candidates, what types of candidate profiles they see. Yeah, because some recruiters might specialise in at one end of the market. Some recruiters might specialise in another end of the market. And that could be one of the reasons that you're struggling to get some new vacancies filled as well, because yeah. you're not working with the right recruiter. 100%, 100%. And until you sort of allow yourself to be in that, in, in that scenario to, to fully understand you know, what does this recruiter do? What are the kinds of profiles that they tend to attract? Who are the typical candidates that they mm. engage with? And is there similarities in there? Is there synergies within the values that they have as a company versus yeah. the values that we have as a company? You know, and yeah. until that that's aligned, you know, we, d we don't want that. We want to be working towards a common goal. So yeah, yeah um, until we understand those attraction strategies, um, those candidate profiles, the recruitment processes, how they interview candidates, how they screen candidates, what are the questions that they ask? You know, yeah. literally understanding that process, you know, working backwards, as we like to say, um, yeah, it, it, it increases the chance of, of success. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think it's typified, isn't it? Whenever we um, are speaking with a, a new a new, a new, new prospect or yeah. a new client or in a new client meeting and we ask the question, what services do you um, receive or have you received from a recruitment partner? Very rarely now, don't they? Yeah. Very rarely have an understanding of how they attract the candidates, how they, yeah. how they assess candidates, um, how they go about filling their vacancies. 100%, 100%. Like it's... It, it always amazes me when can when company when clients are like you know they just get us CVs you know so until yeah, we're, that's we're, a classic <laughs> response isn't yeah, it we just get CVs we just we'll get do CVs. the same thing yeah <laughs> recruiters well, do the same thing but yeah there's there's a lot that goes that goes on behind the scenes yeah and if you can if you can tap into that yeah as um a company starting to work with a recruitment company or even if you've been working with a recruitment company for a while and the yeah. relationship might have started to um plateau a little bit yeah it's a great way of reinvigorating it yeah and asking the question what do we do what do we need to do to get more more out of more out of you because yeah. um by being open like that you will definitely develop a better recruitment Good partnership 100 percent on this subject okay cool and um, what have you got for point three sam um point three is probably my my favorite point uh, <laughs> just in terms of i just think investing time in 
in, in meetings and ideally sort of face to face meetings and being able to create that opportunity um, is, is such a good point because, you know, that relationship opportunity that you get from, you know, I think we've obviously lost it, you know, coming out of the pandemic yeah, quite a bit where people don't meet people avoid it. I know, yeah, I know. I want teams because it's easy. <laughs> it's easy, right? And I just, I'm old school in my ways. I just like, you know, meeting clients and meeting people and um, yeah, like investing in that time, you know, ideally to meet people face to face, you know, being invited to, you know, to, to premises um, is, is is where I believe that the, the magic really happens. Yeah, the boost you get from coming away from client meeting, I know we're putting our BMS hats on here and talking, yeah. but yeah. you don't get the same as coming away from a team's meeting. and. Yeah. If one of the main reasons that your recruitment partner exists, if you are a hiring manager, yeah. it's to save your time. Yeah. It's to place people in your business that are going to be your next top performers to help you recruit the best talent and retain the best talent. Yeah. One of the best ways for your recruitment partner to be able to do that is if you get a feel for what your actual premises yeah. are like. 100%. What's it like? What's the environment like? What's the culture? Yeah. All of this really good stuff. And face to face is obviously the, the 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 utopia. That's a great way of really getting to know your recruitment partner and developing a better relationship. Um along the same train of thought, what other ideas have you got on this subject? Yeah, well, of course, face to face being invited to the site is amazing, but there are loads of other ways that we could look to meet, you know. So mm-hmm. um within that, um, you know, there are opportunities like exhibitions. You know, I yeah. think that could be something else that we could look to be, you know, to, to, to be invited on and working together on and having an opportunity to do that, you know, field visits, you know, like um, being being an opportunity to, you know, to shadow and train um, to understand yeah, what's it like. really good understanding yeah. of the job. If you do, if you're yeah. shadowing a BDM out in yeah. the field within, yeah. within, within reason, depending yeah. on the environment they're going into, yeah. then you really get to experience that person's challenges firsthand and yeah. then that then enables you to find talent who yeah. is going to be able to deal with them challenges or shown that they've dealt with them type of challenges before that you might not yeah. have even thought yeah. about because you've not seen the role firsthand. Yeah, and equally expressing on this, like I've actually got an example when I was speaking to a, to, um, a candidate and they were speaking to me about a vacancy and um, it was a role that I was working on and they asked me like a question that I actually hadn't been asked and I hadn't thought of and they're like, look, Sam, is this product going to fit in the boot of my car, right? And to be honest <laughs> with you, like, you know, it was, you know, a piece of um, a capital equipment um, and, you know, a surgical device, which is used in ophthalmology. And I wouldn't have known the answer to that question had I not been invited to an exhibition. And though luckily I did, and I could really, you know, paint the picture and be like, you know, look, candidate, like, you know, um, this product, to answer your question, it actually cannot fit in the boot of your car. Um, it depends what kind of car you've got. If you've got a, one of those <laughs> old school Hummers, then maybe, but unfortunately not. Um, so, um, yeah, like, it's just, I was invited to the exhibition. I was able to paint the real picture, understand what the product does, see it hands-on. And yeah, that extra buy-in that I got from a recruiter, um, I filled that role. And I think if I hadn't had gone gone to that exhibition, you know, um, maybe I would have missed out on answering that question and probably relaying, um, you know, and representing the the, the, the client um, in the best sort of possible yeah. way. Yeah. 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 Great point. How important are... Um, Recruitment reviews, yeah. weekly catch-ups to yeah. developing a, yeah. a recruitment partnership. 
yeah, ultimately, I actually I live and die by recruitment reviews and, and weekly catch ups. I just a massive advocate for them every time uh, that I've got an opportunity, you know, quarterly reviews, um, mm. you, know, ad, you know, quarterly reviews, you know, um, annual reviews. It's just so, so important for us to be able to assess, um, you know, what's been going well, what's not been going well. So, you know, I'm, I'm a massive advocate for, you know, including recruitment reviews, but also a step above that, you know, um, a lot of the, the, the clients that I work with, the key clients that I work with, you know, we have weekly catch-ups, you know, mm. and these are recurring catch-ups that happen, you know, either on a Monday or, you know, at least once a week, we know exactly, you know, we can provide, you know, up-to-date updates, you know, real-life scenarios, where things are up to, what candidates are saying about them in the market, um, and, you know, any opportunity that we can increase as many touch points as possible. Um, yeah, it it all points to that, you know, that that utopia that we're aiming for in terms of that yeah, gold standard partnership. The more, the more you talk and you say touch yeah. points, what we mean by that is the more we're engaging with each other, Correct. the stronger we build our relationships. What would you say the impact's been of your talk from your personal perspective, because I know yeah. firsthand you do a lot of recruitment reviews, you do a lot of weekly yeah. catch-ups, and that's something that yeah. you're bought into as much yeah. as your clients yeah. are bought into. What's been the impact on those recruitment partnerships of yeah. having these regular catch-ups? Yeah, I think ultimately the the end impact is that, you know, the relationships have certainly, you know, grown and developed. But I think the most important thing is why we do this job and why I do this job is because I'm passionate about helping. And mm. I believe, and based on the recruitment reviews and the catch-ups that I've had with the clients, is the relationship has gone to another level. You know, mm. um, they've been able to fill their vacancies in a quicker amount of time. They've been able to identify talent that is making a positive difference um, in their organizations. So, you know, I think what that's allowed me and us to do is, you know, ultimately to, you know, to create a win-win a, you know, for, for for the clients that I work with in terms of, you know, what they're looking for, but also, for, you know, for for me as an account manager and for us as BMS that our, you know, recruitment goals are aligned and we're working towards that that true North Star, which is, you know, gold standard partnership. Love it. Right. So moving to the final point of the podcast, Sam, what's point four? Yeah. Well, it's obviously, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite points. I've got quite a, I've got quite a few exciting points that we've spoken about today. But yeah, um, considering working, you know, exclusively, you know, with your recruitment partner, but also cons- uh, considering working retained. Um, mm. And if I think about some of the, you know, the, the great relationships um, that we have as BMS with some of our top clients, is yeah, being able to be given those opportunities, you know, to work, you know, on an exclusive basis um, as mm. the sole supplier um, on a vacancy and also working on a retained basis again as a sole supplier. And I suppose, you know, that the key benefit for that is, you know, the more commitment um, that we are getting, you know, from the client and equally, the more commitment that we will provide them in turn, uh, the more yeah. You know, the, the, the message remains consistent um, and it is the truest partnership in every sense of the word, um, right the way from communication, understanding the briefs, going through the job descriptions, um, feedback, the process, right the way from the start until, you know, the, the vacancy is filled. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, look, we, we um, we're not saying here that you have to work um, on an exclusive or retained basis yeah. to have a great recruitment partnership. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely um, the reality that more commitment and the more um, of a closer relationship that you're willing to form with your recruitment partners, yeah. naturally, you know, that will be reciprocated. And um, the more risk that is mitigated on the recruitment partner side, 
the more they will be able to do for you. So, yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks, Sam. Really enjoyed that. Where sure. can people find out a bit more about you? Cheers, Mike. Um, yeah, look no further than, than LinkedIn. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Sam Mosierira on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, if you could kindly look to connect with me there. Um, I'd like to try and share as much um, insight and value as well as, you know, personal posts on stuff. So yeah, uh, LinkedIn is always a, a great place to find me. Then it is in the description below. So yeah, look forward to, you know, connecting with us, as many of you as, as, as possible. Great. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in and um, please join us again next week where I'll be joined by my colleague, Laura Tucker, and we'll look to bring another great episode to you. Thank you. Bye. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Recruitment Roundup podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the show, to watching the show. Um, we really appreciate your support. It would be absolutely fantastic um, if you could give us a rating on apple on spotify give us a review um, any feedback really really helps and is massively appreciated so thank you once again for joining us and we will hopefully see you again next week